this Grand Park 220 bonus betting picks episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb No trucks, no problem. It still is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. The action doesn't stop just because there's no other third series taking place right now. This is too exciting of a week to give you one less episode because of it. So uh, we are here to forge on. We're actually going to give you some bonus bets for the Grant Park 220, the Chicago Street Course, the first of its kind, the first of its name. I don't know what other dragon-themed Game of Thrones thing I can come up with, but yes, it is the first of its kind, and we're excited to be talking about it all week long. Cody, we've already laid down some great bets earlier. We've done some DFS. We've talked some Xfinity, and now now we just get to relax and uh, and give out some bonus bets and have a little fun with uh, just, just filling some more cards out for people. Yes, as much as I love the truck series, obviously I love betting on them, love talking about them. I don't mind the weeks where we get a little fun Friday, freestyle, not necessarily a certain structure we got to stick to. We can talk some NASCAR, talk a little IndyCar. We can talk all of it. We've already had a fun week talking about Andy Lally, Brent Sherman, Preston Pardis, Miguel Palo. I mean, what more could you possibly want after all of that talk? But here we are anyways. Here we are anyways. I know names that you'll probably never hear again for a very long time very until possible. they roll out again. Uh, but look, if you've stumbled on this episode and this is your first episode, we always encourage you to go back, listen to some of the past episodes from this week because obviously we go down in a whole lot more detail about things. But uh, if you are stumbling on this and you're not necessarily sure what's going on, well, we give you picks for uh, for the racing episodes and and uh, for to fill out your cards. And uh, this week, again, it is the Chicago Street Course, and we are in for something we've never seen before and something maybe after this year we'll never see again. Uh, but to be honest with you, this is going to be a, a fun, interesting experiment in street racing and NASCAR. Uh, they are going to be taking on the streets of Chicago. Uh, Xfinity and Cup cars are. And so, you know, there's 100 laps around this 2.2-mile track uh, street course, not a road course. Can't even call it that. So a lot of what we use to handicap these races normally, it's kind of thrown out the window. And we've just been kind of going with a, a lot of um, a, a hodgepodge of 
recent performance versus road course performance versus potential for good road course performances. So, um, I mean, like I said, go back, listen to the betting episode. If you really want more in depth, uh, obviously this is, this is a bonus episode. So we're going to give you a few extra bonus bets to sort of line your cards. But if you want the hardcore bets, go back, listen to the actual betting episode, uh, and, and you'll get a lot more of our actual picks, uh, before you can kind of, I mean, continue to listen to this one too. I know how it goes. I'm a podcast listener. I'll keep listening to this episode and then go back and listen to the other one that they told me to. Uh, I won't stop and go back because I can't do that. My brain won't focus like that. <laughs> See, I got the weird thing where I got to listen to shows in order. So I would have already started on the other one before I got to this one. I, I can't, I don't, I don't know why I can't let like a TV show. Same thing. Like I can't start a TV show like six episodes in. Like if I'm going to commit to watching it, I have to go back and watch the first episode. I don't know. It's strange, but I have problems, but that's okay. <laughs> well, nowadays it's easy to do that. I mean, before you couldn't yeah. because if, yeah, you, if yeah. you missed the first you episode of the show, you were yeah. screwed. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. Uh, At least we have those options now, but uh, <laughs> either way. Yeah. No, obviously. Yeah. Go back and, and specifically, you know, Tuesday slash Wednesday, depending on when, when he came out in your time. So, but, um, but that's the show you obviously you want to listen to for the main cup series picks. Uh, in a now full race analysis, but today's where we get to have fun, get the bonus stuff. We record that on Tuesday night, so more stuff has come out since then. We've got a few different options. You get these, you know, special bets that line up. Qualifying odds are out now, stuff like that. We get to break out the parlay calculator, build the fun parlays. Uh, so that's what that's what we get to do. Have fun doing on this show. And so to that effect too, uh, Cody was talking about it earlier and just sort of mentioning those names. There's a lot of guys jockeying for positions in this. Not all of them are going to make the race proper. Uh, right. I think, Oh wait, or no, yeah, everybody Jimmy, in the cup. That's right. Will, will, yeah, cause Jimmy's show. gone. Yeah. yeah. And even yeah. with Jimmy, they would have still made it cause there wasn't enough, but Xfinity is where I think it's five or six guys won't make the race. Cause there's many more entries into that one. And we talked about that. Again, Xfinity betting show as well, if you want to go back and listen to that. But talked about that, brought up some some names of guys you might never hear us talk about again. But uh, yeah, so many fun bets to place this week, Rod. And again, if you are, if this is your first listen, right? Treat this as Super Speedway. Treat this as you're for sure losing all of these bets. And just be happy if anything cashes, because that's how you have to view events like this. Yep. And again, it's just going to be fun to watch, kick back, enjoy, open your favorite bush light or whatever it is you drink out there uh, and enjoy this don't race. Light. It's disgusting. Miller Lite. <laughs> hey, don't let any, don't let Rory picks here. You say got that the, he's he, got my yeah. Miller Lite shirt on. Look at that. <laughs> I, I don't, unfortunately. Uh, but what I will have on soon are bird dog shorts. It's not just because we're brought to you by bird dog shorts. Cause I've always, uh, as much as I've read, the read for bird dogs right now. I cannot wait for mine. Like I said, I'm away from home right now and they come in the mail. I'm not going to be able to get there yet, but I will get them soon. They are khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thighs and give your legs a truly sculpted look. Who doesn't want that walking around the beach or the pool? If you don't have a beach around you, everybody wants to look cool. Everyone wants to look like sculpted and, and have nice legs. You can get that with bird dog shorts. They do the exact same things that Lululemon does, but they fit way better. Then they also fit better than those regular shorts that you're probably wearing right now. They're stiff. They're made of restricting cotton. It's, it's, it's horrible. Bird Dogs has fixed all those uncomfortable issues by inventing cloud knit fabric. It's going to look just like khakis, but they stretch to make you look way slimmer. And you don't have to sacrifice all movement better yet. 
certainly last and certainly not least, they use the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric. It's going to keep you cool and dry all day long. Comfort doesn't always mean just looking good. It means keeping yourself nice, cool, and dry during the hot dog days of summer because it ain't getting any cooler, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, the months are going to tick down and you are going to get all sorts of sweaty. Stop that with bird dogs. You want some? Go to birddogs.com slash pool. Enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You will not want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, Cody. Well, I think it's uh, about time to go ahead and start giving out some fun bets for this uh, Grant Park 220. I mean, I feel like now's a good a time as any to start handing out some more more free picks for you guys. I think so. Let's jump into it. I'm going to start with qualifying. Uh, we don't often give out qualifying bets, but I like to dabble a little. This is a spot where you can get some pretty decent odds for the most part. To, and all they have to do is, is go in and lay down the fastest lap in qualifying. It is going to be the group qualifying. I think it's like half the field goes out and then it's the other half. And then I think, I, I don't even know. I think they're still doing the 10 final 10 things, whatever it's either way. I'm still going to bet on it, even though I don't know what the hell, how the hell they're treating it, but it is a different format this week. So check that out. If you're interested, I'm going to take two different guys to do this. AJ Allmendinger is 11 to one over on Barstool, Um, And I'm going to take, <laughs> see if I can hit his name here. Shane Van Gisbergen. Uh, he's 33 to one. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on him to win the poll as well. So AJ Allmendinger, we've talked about it, right? We talked about him yesterday on the DFS show. I think we even talked about him on the betting show. I'm, I'm almost certain that we did. Uh, he's the guy that's got all the experience, right? He's got the road course racing. He's got the Indy car. He's got the sports car. He's done the IMSA. He's done the 24 hours. He's done all these sports car things. He's done the street racing stuff. He's got all that experience. He's a guy you look to every time we go to road courses. All-time winningest Xfinity Series driver at road courses. He's won in the Cup Series on road courses. He's been good at in the Cup Series on road courses. A guy you look for. He doesn't even have to go out and win the race here. He just has to lay down the fastest laps in qualifying. Something he can definitely do. He is the type of guy that should be able to pick this up very quickly. Maybe something happens in the race. You can't bet on a win or whatever because he gets caught up in something. You don't have to worry about that as much here in qualifying. 11-1, to 1, I think that it's very good odds. For Van Gis, Gisbergen, Van Van Gisbergen, I think that's it. I'm gonna go with that. I'm not gonna. I was gonna that. let you hang. For that's Sh- all. <laughs> for Shane, for Shane, he's in a track house car, and I think that that's the biggest part of this, right? We don't know how he's gonna necessarily handle the race. His odds are fairly butchered because he's in a decent car for the race wise, so it's hard to find any ways to bet on him there. But if he can figure out this stock car, it's different, obviously. It, he was on uh, stacking pennies with Corey LaJoy this week. He's used to drive. He's it races in Australia. He's used to driving on the right side of the car. So he's <laughs> he's raced on the left side of the car before, but he's not as used to it. But I, I'm again not super concerned about that. But another guy that's got so much of experience in this type of stuff, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come out and be fast. And he's in a track house car that can be fast. I love Andy Lally this week, right? But I don't think that that Rick Ware car is going to have the raw speed that would be needed even with Lally's talent and ability, right? You're looking at more of an attrition type of thing when you're betting on a guy like that. But for Shane here, I think that there's a possibility, right? It's 33 to one for a reason. Still a long shot. It would be kind of surprising, but not completely shocking. There's going to be speed in that car. If he figures out the course quickly, 
He's already got that type of experience. I could see him laying down that, you know, making it to that round of 10 or whatever the hell at the end of this thing, laying down the fastest lap at that point and stealing this, uh, stealing this pole 33 to one. I think that it's worth a sprinkle. I, again, we're, just, we're rooting for chaos. That's that's what this whole thing is about. And with you never know. You never know who's going to come and punch out a fast lap on this track because nobody knows because nobody's punched out a, a lap on this track in an actual car. Talked about it earlier. They're, they've been running simulators all around this track, hot and heavy, and, and a lot of the uh, laps have been posted on social media. So go check those out if you want a, a little firsthand on what it's going to look like. Obviously, it's going to be a hell of a lot different when the cars get out there for real. Because uh, if you if you crash, there's no there's no bumping back and, and restarting the program. It's you're out and you're out. So a lot of fun for that. Uh, you know, I don't do polls very often either, Cody, like you. But uh, I feel like there's really good value in Denny Hamlin. Just just trying a 15 to one on Denny Hamlin. Uh, he's got two polls in his career on road courses, the last of which came at Sonoma. So he's done it recently. Right. And and for Denny Hamlin. There's just something about these types of tracks. And he's not excited. I don't think very much. You've kind of heard his tone when it comes to this one. It's just probably another one he's got to do. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean that he's not going to go out and try his hardest to to compete and win. And he's he's always done well in those group qualifying efforts. So, and the reason why I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more toward him anyways is just the value at 15 to 1 for him to get on the pole. Like I said, someplace he's been within the last few races and you look at who's at the top of this list it's chase elliott at 400 it's kyle larson at 450 it's reddick at 500 i mean can you make a case for kyle larson at 450 to get the the poll on this one well yeah he's kyle larson like the, the guy's gonna you know I, I watched an episode of dirt the other day um i hadn't watched it yet and i watched it uh when when he when he missed his kids baseball game to to be on the track like Kyle Larson's on the track a lot, so he he knows how to race, and so I think 450 for him is about the right price. Uh, and and if he does it, you're not going to be surprised. But for for Denny Hamlin, you know it, he's in that Chris Busher, Christopher Bell range of of 15 to one. I think if he does it, obviously it's a little more of a surprise. But he's done it recently, and and I just I like the value of 15 to one versus 400 at Chase Elliott. And and if he does it, great, you cash, but if Denny comes out and do it, you're like, yeah, I cash. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And he's actually 18 to one over on Barstool. So again, Ooh, shop around. Better. Yeah, you can you get better odds different places too. So uh, yeah, I like it. I mean, he just did it at the most recent road course, right? At, at Sonoma. So there's something to that. The Toyotas have been fast on the road courses. Again, the street course, we get the whole thing. But you know that Denny's been working. He joked that he couldn't make it past turn four on his podcast this week. I would imagine at this point in the week, he's made a pass turn four, right? They're working on things. He's got Tyler Reddick in the building over there at 2311. He's definitely leaning on him and his road course racing abilities. They've got coaches. They've got all this stuff. Um, so I'm not worried about it. And, and Hamlin's a, a veteran driver, a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Wouldn't be surprised. 18 to one. I feel like uh, it's pretty good odds for him. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I wanted to hold on. I wanted to look up real quick. Uh, where turn four was in this uh, one, two, three, four. So yeah, <laughs> four four is in that that angle part where um it, it's the snout of the dog, I guess if we're calling it that. One, two, three, <laughs> four. Yeah, four into five is the snout of the dog. Hey, he can make it out of turn four. Shut up, Denny. You can make it out of turn four. That's, Again, I think that's there not... was a little uh, 
what's uh you know whatever the word is he's being a little a sandbagging little, uh, going on yeah yeah <laughs> little tongue and cheekness going on yeah exactly uh, uh all right we'll uh we'll continue to set up some bets i want to first tell you about underdog fantasy that's that's what my goal is in the next couple of minutes to tell you all about underdog fantasy you probably already play underdog fantasy but if you don't now's a great time to get in best ball mania four is here underdogs giving away 15 million dollars in prizes plus underdog pickup is also a great way to get down on your favorite mlb and nfl season player props look there's so many ways to win over an underdog and underdog is available in so many states even if you don't have legalized gambling in your state underdog is probably still there and waiting for you to play head over now to underdogfantasy.com use the promo code sgpn you're going to get a 100 deposit bonus up to 100 dollars that's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right, Cody, where are we going next for your next favorite bonus bet? Bonus bet? Bonus bet. For bonus bet. My score. next bonus bet. Uh, I'm going to go over to Bet365 on this one. They have Austin Cindric as the top forward at plus 600. I really liking some Austin Cindric this week. Again, another guy that's got some experience, right? Before he ended up going into NASCAR, uh, he, he got started off with that sports car experience with the road to Indy, all of that. Um, he, he's raced sports cars. He's raced road to Indy. He's raced in the F2000. Uh, he's raced in the historic sports cars. He's raced in IMSA. He, he's got all kinds of experience with that. I think he did the 24 Hours Daytona, all that stuff here recently as well. Um, and his dad is the president over at Penske oversees the IndyCar thing. Like he's gotten all of that exposure throughout his life. I think that that helps him out a lot there. Um, and he's one of those guys that's so like level-headed. You don't ever see any emotion from him. You don't ever see any pressure. Like I think he's just going to go out there, run a good race. I think that him to be the top forward is not crazy. Kevin Harvick is also six to one. I think he's worth a look as well. Obviously his veteran presence. We talk about Harvick so much. I feel like we probably didn't talk about him enough this week, but that's okay. He's obviously probably the one that scares me the most. I do like Ryan Blaney a lot to win this race, but it's still, you know, I think that that's just based on where his odds were. You kind of look through the field here. Chris Buescher, I think, is still a threat in the Ford camp. I talked about him on the DFS show. McDowell should be strong as well. Logano, you know, Harvick, Blaney, Keselowski, Briscoe. Like, so it's really only those couple guys at the top that he needs to beat. We've seen it lately here in 11th place. A 13th place can sometimes make you the top Ford in the race. Ford's not necessarily been super strong. They haven't won a road course since 2018. They, they're not known for having a bunch of road course studs. Some solid guys for sure. McDowell, Busher, uh, Blaney at times, Joey at times, Harvick at times. And Cindric has popped his head up. And I think he had a second place finish at Indy Road Course a couple years ago. A very chaotic race that was. Uh, or this That was this past year, actually. Very chaotic race, ends up surviving and finishing right, gets that solid finish. I think that he could be the top forward. I think at six to one, he's priced right. He's got that experience. I'm leaning so heavy into that experience that these guys have because I think that it's going to translate. He's seen stuff like this before where a lot of these cup, most of these cup drivers have never seen anything like this in their racing career before, no matter how many hundreds of starts they might have in the cup series. Yeah, and again, top Ford. For Kevin Harvick, we almost locked him in every single week for that bet, but unfortunately, as his career is starting to get closer to being over, 
feels like the finishes have not necessarily and and I say that, but yet I don't have the 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 all the finishes pulled up in front of me for Kevin Harvick, but it's still not bad. Like any other driver in the world would take his finishes, and yet we're over here saying, "Oh my God, Kevin Harvick hasn't been finishing well." And maybe it's just because we we don't see him on the broadcast every single week to to do that. It's it's funny that how that happens. Um. All right. I'm going to have some fun. Caesars has a fun little boost, and it's uh, Justin Marks to finish in the top five of the Loop 121. Made a case for him in the Xfinity uh, episode already as far as that capability. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. And then for Daniel Suarez, so a, a double track house top five this weekend uh, to finish inside the top five for Daniel Suarez in the Grant Park 220. That is that plus 1265 over on Caesars. That's a fun little, that's about a longest shot that we've, we've given for something like that. Um, but for Justin Marks, I mean, listen, when you look at his, his road course record as an Xfinity driver, it's pretty phenomenal. 15 road course races. He does have a win three top fives, seven top 10 finishes. Uh, you know, but we talked about the fact that there's a very real possibility. Most of those came for him though, at mid Ohio as well. He's, he's a pretty solid racer at mid Ohio. That's where his, his win came from. So, um, like I said, I feel like he's got a very solid shot as a top five driver because that's who he is. And he's driving that 10 car. And we've seen that 10 car kind of dominate this year, uh, in the Xfinity series, especially with the rotating list of, of, uh, all stars that have come through from the cup series. So definitely love Justin Marks as a top five driver. Daniel Suarez is the weakest side of this, this parlay of this, uh, pairing, I suppose, if you, if you want to call it that, uh, obviously it's been tough for him, especially on road courses this year. He started fifth on Coda, finished 27th, started uh, ninth at Sonoma, finished 22nd. It's been pretty rough for him on road courses this season, but let's not forget last season won himself a race in Sonoma. Uh, a lot of, a, a lot of people kind of forget that, or, or you remember that and then he qualifies well and he doesn't finish well. But um, I, I don't know. I have a little bit of faith in Daniel Suarez to maybe find, something to write the ship this week. Um, a top five finish might be a stretch, but I like giving an opportunity for it to give you at least uh, a plus 1200 or more advantage. The boost is, is tempting enough to take, I think in my opinion. Yeah. I love some Justin Marks this weekend. I know our friend Mike Bachman from the NASCAR betting preview show, Xfinity show. He's big on, on uh, Justin this week as well. So always like when we got the, similar thoughts like he does uh yes Suarez. i want to say i'd have to go back and look but i feel like growing up a race in nascar mexico where he started he probably did some type of a lot of road course racing and probably some type of street racing maybe even as well in that so um he potentially has some more experience here i haven't looked too far into him this weekend but uh again in a race where anything can happen i feel like the odds are pretty good on this one and uh, i i really like it it's the the track house parlay if you will track house parley yeah that's exactly what it was called too so i love that um all right where uh we got one more i think we'll give one more out a piece i think that's a, a fair enough for for everybody yeah here's my parlay i'll make it nice short and sweet kyle bush to win on sunday and connor mozak to pull off the win in the gibbs car on saturday you parlay them together over on bet mgm gives you plus eighteen thousand six hundred Throw ten bucks on it, you'll win eighteen hundred and sixty bucks. 
Ooh, Connor Mosack. That's the one that <laughs> I know we talked about him a little bit in, uh, did we, yeah, we did talk about it just a little bit. Cause we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have any talk bets, about him. We, we brought him up, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were like, I, wa- yeah, I wanted a crowbar away to bet on him in here. That's what I was looking for. That's a, that's a good one to bet. Um, I am looking at one of mine. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, there's a head to head that I like on, uh, on FanDuel. And and it wasn't one that I gave out on the actual show. Tyler Reddick over Martin Truex Jr. Minus 112 on FanDuel. Um, I, again, Tyler Reddick, I feel like, has a real possibility of, of being a, a good driver. I think I made a case for him over there on the uh, on the gambling podcast proper. Uh, I, I just, again, he's aggressive. He's the kind of driver that you want to be on this track. He had such a fantastic car the other uh, last week and just, you know, had it pissed all away on, on accident, but I think he's going to get back up there. And I think this is a good enough race for him. We know he's good on road courses. We've seen him win. Uh, we've seen him do well in his career. He was kind of coming up and coming as a, a road course ringer as it were. Um, and so I, again, this is a good enough track. I think that's going to allow him to, to excel. And a lot of people are going to be on the Martin Truex side of this, obviously because he's one of the hotter drivers this year, right? He's, he's kind of come out of his, whatever funk he was in and, and now he's uh, on a tear but again this is a new track and and as much as we just got done saying veterans can can do well in situations like this look i'm over the hill i'm about 45 years old at this point and if you put me behind a car in a, a situation where i'm not familiar with it I, or even in a situation where i'm not familiar half the time with a lot of stuff like my body does not react like it used to so i'm giving tyler reddick's youth over Martin Truex because I guarantee you right now that, uh, yeah, it, it's just Martin Truex is not, it's not to say that he's not going to do well. In fact, he may even finish in the top five, but I think, I still think Tyler Reddick has a good shot at top three, which obviously is better than Reddick at top or Martin Truex at top five. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, again, that's two of the better road course racers, right? Reddick has been so good on road courses here lately. Hard to argue against that. I know Truex won at Sonoma. Sonoma's more of his place than necessarily just road courses in general too much. So I do like the the lean to the Reddick side. Me too. Uh, well, you know what, Cody? We talked about it beforehand. There's IndyCar racing this week. Um, I do not have any bets because I have not had any time to jump into and, and study the books. But uh, you, my friend, have got some IndyCar bets to give out. And I feel like this is a good episode, as any, to, to let you have the floor for some IndyCar bets. Yeah, here's your little bonus IndyCar segment. We're recording this very, very late on uh, on today evening, even early on Friday morning at some places like here. Uh, and there's not a great selection of IndyCar odds up. I've been refreshing all week long, and it's been very slow to trickle out. Barstool has the most options at this point. They've got winner odds. They've got top three. Uh, they've got the engine manufacturer, the car race numbers over and unders of the odd even stuff. So I might have to lean on you for those bets because I, mean, I know that you're the best at those. But um, so they're going to mid Ohio this week, which actually will be nice to watch that as we prepare for the truck series. We'll be in mid Ohio next week. So got that NASCAR tie in right there. Right. Um, but it's uh, Alex Pillow. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago on the NASCAR you know, show here where we gave IndyCar picks, absolutely cleaned up on Pelot. That was his second win in a row, his third straight road course slash street course. They kind of lumped those together in IndyCar because they're one and the same over there. 
uh, but his third straight win on those in a row. So he remains the favorite, plus 400, still pretty good odds. Then it's New Garden at plus 550, Colton Herta plus 600, Pato Award plus 750, or plus 650 rather, Scott McLaughlin plus 750, Kirkwood at 900, Rossi and Power at 10 to 1. Uh, and then it kind of goes on down from there. Um, so, man, it's tough to not want to bet on Polo this week as far as winning, but I am off of him. But Barstool has him for a podium finish at plus 105. I mean, how can you not, Rod, right? Like three straight wins on road courses slash street courses. I'm not going to take him to win this week, but to get on the podium, how can you not take it at plus money, plus 105? That's that that's that's probably my favorite at this point, right? There's no head to heads available yet. We don't have top fives. Hopefully, we'll get some more options as the as the weekend goes on here. But as of right now, this is my absolute favorite bet. Uh, I think that this is a hammer play from Polo. So definitely give me that. Uh, looking a little farther down the list here, I do like Chevy to win this one. They're plus one hundred five, uh, whereas Honda is like minus one thirty seven. Uh, and I get why Honda's favored, right? Polo obviously is in a Honda, so that alone gives you, right? We've seen the Andretti Autosport guys be really fast lately between Herta, between Grosjean, between Kirkwood. They've all three shown a lot of speed. Herta almost won last week. Um, Kirkwood got a win back at Long Beach. Grosjean's been painstakingly close to getting a win. I'm not going to bet on him this week in hopes that he finally wins because every time I bet on him, he doesn't get the win. Uh, but so I get, and then obviously they have the rest of the Chip Ganassi, you know, field, uh, which obviously is is very good drivers. Uh, so I get why they're the favorite. But for Chevrolet, you've got the Team Penske guys, right? And you go back over the last four races here. They raced here once last year, once in 21. 2020, they came here twice during the COVID year. Um, in the three of those four races, it's been a Team Penske car. It's been a Chevrolet that has won at this track. Scott McLaughlin last year. Uh, and Joseph Newgarden the year before that. So give me Chevrolet to win. I really, really liking some Newgarden this week. I feel like it is his week. So uh, so again, to re recap quickly, I got Polo, podium finish, plus 105. Chevrolet, plus 105 to be the winning manufacturer. I'm going to take Joseph Newgarden as my pick to win. Plus 650 over on Barstool. Um Started the season off pretty rough, right? I think he was 17th at uh, St. Petersburg to open up the season. He had a 15th place finish at Barber. Pretty rough as far as the road courses slash street courses go. Then he wins the Indianapolis 500. Finally gets that off his back. Um, and then it's gotten a little better, right? He finished second place last race at Road America. So I think that's a very positive step for Newgarden as far as the, the road course road course racing goes you go back to 2021 when he won this race 73 laps he led from the pole position most of the race he was the leader ends up winning it i think we could see that type of performance from new garden again so i'm jumping off the polo train as far as winning although it's so tempting to continue to take him as much as he's won for me lately as much as he's won i think that it's funny because it's been a very lot of parody in indycar this year despite the fact that polo has won three of the last four and despite the fact that he's like got a massive point series lead, like we've still had a lot of different winners, but I think it'll be New Garden's week. Also, going to take Scott Dixon. He's thirteen to one over on Caesars. Get a little better price over there. Um, he doesn't have a win so far this season. He is the all-time winningest IndyCar driver at 
Mid-Ohio, he's got six wins there. Six-time champion of the sport. He's got tons of wins everywhere. Um, 13-1, to I feel like, is is the perfect spot on him. He is in a Honda. So if he hits that, you won't hit the Chevy bet. But uh, if he hits 13-1, to you're not going to care about the Chevy bet. Anyways, so that's a way to hedge off of it. Either way you look at it, right? Um, but he has won, like I said, six times at this track before. Hasn't won here since 2019, so it's been a little bit of a of a dry spell, but he's been in the top five the last two times they've come here. Um, and he only has one podium finish this season, which is kind of shocking. But if you go and look at his entire season, he hasn't finished worse than seventh other than one race this season to open up the season. So it's been a pretty solid year for Dixon. Maybe he takes that next step and gets the win this week. So that's my uh, that's my small IndyCar card, at least at this point, with the limited amount of options we have uh, late in the week here. Absolutely love it. I mean, you've gotten me a little more into IndyCar than I thought I would ever be. So I will be taping this race so that I can watch it later. Uh, obviously, I'll be watching it as a fan because got nothing riding on it. So it'll just be fun to to watch a race and not have uh, anything on it. I mean, I'll be cheering for your drivers, of course, and maybe uh, get my new favorite driver in there somewhere because I don't have one yet. So there you go. Pick Time one. to pick so. one. I see. I don't have it. I need to pick into a favorite Indy card. I, it's like, I think it slowly is becoming Grosjean because for some reason I just really like the guy. I don't know if it's because he was on Drive to Survive, obviously, when he was in the F1 or in the early seasons. Got to know him a little bit there. I don't know. He's just a guy I really like. So I'm kind of leaning towards him, but. I don't necessarily have a favorite, at least as of right now. Newgarden's the Swedish guy, right? Yeah, Joseph Newgarden uh, is, is Swedish. Uh, no. Yeah. No? Newgarden is, uh, I think, Newgarden, where's Newgarden from? Grosjean, I think, is uh, some type of Sweden. Swede, some type of something like well, that. Before we piss off the entire indie community, let's let's go ahead and just not. You don't even know how that. to, you don't even know how to pronounce their names. I don't know where they're from. Wow. Whatever. New Garden is from uh, the exotic Nashville, Tennessee. So, oh, then uh, that's perfect. There is, there is that. That might be my new the... favorite driver. <laughs> there you go. Because he's from exotic Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's <laughs> go ahead and let everybody go uh, and and start their weekend. And hopefully, uh, they've uh, they've filled their cards up and and now have an Indy car to go along with it. So, uh, we will bid you adieu from our Chicago Street Course week. It's been a lot of fun talking about what we don't know yet, and uh, it'll be more fun to talk about it afterwards, and and maybe next season when they bring it back, uh, and and you know figure out that they want to do one more at least before they move it to another street race, and uh, that's the good thing about it. They can move those things anywhere they want now because uh, you don't have to build a track; you just got to build what stops people from going off the track. So yeah, exactly. Uh, it's man, this could open up so many opportunities. It's it's going to be so much fun to watch. It absolutely will. Uh, all right, Cody. Well, uh, as we do every week, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. Multiple NFL articles out right now. I'll have an IndyCar article. Maybe it'll be slightly updated from this. We'll see by the time it gets out. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff over there. Check out the F1 Daily Podcast. Go back to all. And uh, yeah, join us next week for uh, Atlanta. Speedway racing. Atlanta Super Speedway that's not a Super Speedway, although Nashville Super Speedway that was saying a Super... Whatever, I don't care. Uh, yes, Chicago Street Race Super Speedway this weekend. It's a lot of Super Speedways. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. Check out Seth and Elliot still tooling it around. We'll be back 
at home. Now I'll be back at home next week. So for those of you that have suffered with us through this entire week of, of craziness and me not being at home, thank you. God, thank you guys. We love you so much for still, still riding with us despite all of the craziness. And uh, we hope that you enjoy it when we're all back in our normal digs and, and talking about next week uh, in Atlanta. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Overcome all-